You're listening to the On Fire Empire podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bennett, and this is where we talk about all things intention-driven for your business and your personal life. Ladies, I know that you want to make life better for yourself, your loved ones, and those that you do business with. And here's the good news. Yes, you can. On this podcast, we bring content that teaches you how to become the architect of a business that fuels you, your bank account, and a life you love, and also helps you get out of the rat race and stop being burned out and worn out. Are you ready to ignite your own on-fire empire? I bet you are. It's go time. Hey, so we're rolling into the holiday season. We've got Thanksgiving coming up. We've got Christmas. We've got Hanukkah. We've got other faith-based holidays coming up. And then New Year's is upon us. Let's talk for just a minute about how we approach the holidays and spending time with our family and maybe some people that you don't see more than once or twice a year. You know, here on uh, On Fire Empire and in a lot of the courses and presentations that I give, you know that I'm all about intentional living, designing your business with intention and designing your personal life with intention. Have you thought about going into the holidays with design and intention in mind? Now look, I know that sometimes we think, oh, if I have to spend another Thanksgiving with that uh, oddball family member who has such weird views, and if I have to listen to it again, it's going to be a pain in the butt. Listen, let's turn that on its head and get real intentional about how we roll into the holidays. So I want to offer you a fresh perspective here. Now, you know, these holidays coming up, the one undercurrent that they all uh, have in common is there's a spiritual undercurrent. The majority of the holidays we're coming into started out of a um, out of a, a religious or faith-based um, traditions, and there was intention behind them all. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, especially. There's a spiritual component. In fact, that's they were all spiritual holidays. I want to kind of bring us back to those roots for just a moment, and I'll offer just briefly some perspectives from my faith, Um, and I was looking at this, and I thought, this is so interesting. Every day I spend time in meditation and time reading the Bible um, and journaling and in gratitude, and I've been looking at, uh, in the New Testament, the book of Romans. And there's two little pieces that popped out, uh, if, if you're interested, in Romans 12, the ch- uh, chapter 12. And it's verses 1 and 2. And, and even if you're not a um, faith-oriented individual, I urge you to just listen. This isn't about preaching, but I want you to hear um, how gratitude is infused in here. And the first piece of this that I was looking at the other day uh, is this verse. It's verse 1 of this uh, chapter 12 in Romans. And it talks about presenting your body, your physical body, as a living sacrifice or a gift, a living gift that would be holy and pleasing to your creator. And the interesting comment it said at the end of this uh, line was, by doing this, this is your true worship. Worship is something that is 
a way to say thank you to your creator. This is about dedicating your physical being to your creator. But then it goes on in the second verse to dial it in and focus on your the physicality of your mind. You, okay, so this is what it says. And basically while you're at it, don't be conformed to this world. Don't be a conformist. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can discern what's good, what's pleasing, and what's perfect in the will of your creator. I absolutely love this because if we think about the holidays that are coming up, Thanksgiving is a big one. How are you showing your gratitude? What is your ultimate gratitude is to your creator? And then how do you do that with your family? The biggest way to do that is to transform yourself by renewing your mind, renewing how you think about the holidays with your family. So I want to urge you to decide right now, let's get intentional about renewing our minds and how we approach our family gatherings. Now, you may think, okay, I'm kind of dreading this particular individual or, or two. Do I have to suffer through this whole thing? What if you renewed your mind on this issue and decided, number one, I'm going to go into these holidays with these family members and friends and decide that I don't have to respond to every comment or opinion that is offered, let's call it offered, um, at the table or during the gathering. I don't have to respond to it. In fact, I'm going to sit back and just ponder the comments. If you got weird stuff being said, try taking a beat and not jumping in the ring with the weird comments and feeling like you have to respond, but backing up and thinking gratitude. As you hear the comments, whether they're said with great, um, sometimes we've got family members who are so opinionated, but they're said with great verve and vigor and enthusiasm. When that happens, here's the question. Can you think gratitude? What about this person am I grateful for? Sometimes I'll sit back and think, wow, it's so interesting that this person is reading um, the headlines, staying up to date on the latest legislature, le uh, legislative actions and politics. How interesting it is that they are so engaged and the enthusiasm that comes from that. Can I be grateful for that part of it? So don't have to respond to every comment or opinion, just ponder. And then as you're digesting and hearing what's being said, what, what about this person can you be grateful for? And here is the game changer for me when I am in difficult situations, not difficult situations, but when I'm hearing things that I'm tempted to jump in and, and tell somebody how wrong they are or how annoying they are, whatever. Instead of reacting, commenting, getting all upset, here's the question to ask. What do you want to write on their heart? What do you want to write on their heart in that moment? This kind of goes to the core of who do you want to be? Who do you want to be for your family? Who do you want to be for your friends? Because as we're gathering 
in each other's homes and going to events and around the holiday table, we have a what I believe is a divine opportunity to demonstrate true worship, true gratitude to our Creator by deciding that when the opportunity comes to speak to our loved ones, we can write something beautiful and powerful and encouraging and loving on their hearts instead of engaging in the stuff that doesn't matter and what I call the graffiti. We don't need to prove ourselves right and the other person wrong. We don't need to get irritated. It's about kind of hovering up a little bit out of the conversation and thinking, what do I want to write on their heart? Do I want to remind them how beautiful they are inside and out? Do I want to write on their heart that they, they need to be secure because they're everything, they're enough right now? Do I want to write on their heart that their children need them more than ever and they can be that great parent that their children need? What is it? What do you want to write on their heart? And then as we're thinking about these family gatherings in a different way, here's another question. Gratitude, that comes up throughout these holidays because they are spiritual holidays where we are recognizing ultimately a creator, right? So what does gratitude really mean as you approach the holidays with your family and friends? Of course, Thanksgiving is a big one where uh, typically it's not uncommon in many American um families and around the dinner table to go around and say, what am I thankful for this year? Who or what am I thankful for? I would offer for your consideration that that question should be a question that you ask yourself every single day. Who and what are you thankful for? Why? Because it changes your focus from gaps to gains, right? Instead of focusing on what you don't have, Um, and negative, focusing on the gains, how much you truly have, how much you've you've gained or moved forward in in your personal development and your professional development. But the question is, what does it really mean to be grateful? What is gratitude? Well, obviously that first piece is identifying people and things and circumstances that you're grateful for. But here's the power question. How do you demonstrate it? Because to me, gratitude isn't a feeling. Gratitude is, if you're truly grateful for something, it's demonstrated in action. That's love in action all day long. So here's the challenge as you prepare for the holidays. I challenge you every single day this week, first thing in the morning before you look at social media, turn on your computer, whatever it is, sit down and write out three things that you have gratitude for and do this in a column um, with columns on your paper. And what what do I mean by that? This is what I've been doing lately and it's been a game changer. In my journal, I put two columns. On the left at the top, it says grateful for, and then a line down the middle. And then on the right column, the heading is how how I'll demonstrate it. So, For example, um, here's one that I just put the other day. I'm grateful for my daughter Rachel's willingness to help me when I'm feeling stuck. Now, my daughter Rachel is an attorney. She's a 
a phenomenal, phenomenal family law attorney here in Southern California. And we tend to, she's like my mini me. It's, it's shocking how um, similar we are. And what's really cool is once in a while, each of us will get kind of stuck on a project. We'll be having a hard time, you know, thinking about something in a fresh way. And we are naturally there for each other. And lately I had a project that is just driving me crazy. Um, and it's not 100% in her wheelhouse in the family law arena, but uh, she still has the ability to help me through. And so one thing I wrote down in my um, journal is I'm grateful for her willingness to help me when I'm feeling stuck. And then I draw the line across to the next column, how I'll demonstrate that I'm grateful for Rachel's willingness to help me when I'm feeling stuck. And one of them turned out to be this. I'm going to go on a walk with her today and tell her how grateful I am and thank her for it. That takes your gratitude to a whole new level. It's simple, but it pushes it from in your brain to action. And to me, that is a true form of true worship, true gratitude. So as you go into the holidays, why not do the gratitude exercise every day this week? Write it down in your journal, three things, who or what you're thankful for, and tie it to the next column and how you're going to demonstrate it. It's a game changer. I challenge you, go into the holidays with this renewing of your mind, deciding in advance to make gratitude the lens through which you look at your family time and your holiday time. Ask the question for each individual you encounter during your holidays, what do you want to write on their hearts? What beautiful thing, what a wonderful opportunity to write something beautiful on the hearts of your loved ones through the way you interact with them and the things you say to them. And then what does gratitude really mean? Who and what are you thankful for? And how will you demonstrate it? Because that is true worship. Well, that's it for today. Um, thank you for listening as always. And I just want to encourage you, if you love the show, do me a favor and subscribe so you get all the uh, notifications of the new shows that are as they drop and the show notes. Um, rate us, review On Fire Empire. Um, give me feedback on social media. I love to interact with you on that. And most importantly, I just wish the best for you during your holidays and that you can truly go in with a fresh perspective and gain some serious joy out of these holidays. Friends, until next time, keep designing your business and your personal life and your holidays with intention and live with gusto. Until next time.